0: Welcome to the Invested Dads Podcast. Simplifying financial topics so that you can take action and make your financial situation better. Helping you to understand the current world of financial planning and investments here are your hosts, Josh, Rob, and Austin Wilson.
1: All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Invested Dads Podcast, a podcast where we take you on a journey to better your financial future. I am Austin Wilson, co-portfolio manager at Hicks and
2: Zerker Capital Management. And I'm Josh Rob, director of wealth management at Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. Austin, how can people help us with our podcast?
1: We would love it if you'd subscribe. If you're not subscribed, so you get new episodes when they come out on Thursdays. And if you would not mind leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would help us to be found so that more people can find us and listen to us, and hopefully we can help more people. So today, Josh, are you ready? I'm ready. Have yourself a financially wise Christmas. May your checkbook be bright. From now on, your gifts will be out of sight. Do you hear those sleigh bells ringling, jing, jing, jingling too? I, I tell
2: you what, just from the store standpoint, it's Chris, already Christmas it. shows up fast.
1: So early. It's
2: like 4th of July and Christmas. It's
1: absolutely right. Yeah, like you get like one week of pumpkin spice Yep, and then it's junk that fills your house for Christmas. And it's
2: like an overlap. It's like, it's gonna be like peppermint pumpkin spice going forward, which is just a weird combo, but...
1: You know, eventually, I think they're probably just gonna... You have everything out all year round and you can just... Just
2: Choose an aisle. Choose
1: an aisle. Imagine the sales you'd get.
2: Get I don't know.
1: Get your Christmas stuff in June...
2: Well, that's the nice thing, though. I like to buy when the season ends that are on oh, sale. Yeah, I know. That's true. Especially Christmas lights. If I'm a Get better forward planner January. than I really am, is I should just stock up on some of
1: those things. Mm-hmm. So today, we are going to be talking about 10 ways. 10. 10. Them, 10 good number. round, yep. even, lovely number to have yourself a financially wise Christmas. Because Christmas can be a stressful thing, financially speaking. That's right. A lot of people don't plan for it. A lot of people don't put a lot of thought into it until it's too late. Mm-hmm. And we would like to prevent people from doing that. So we've got ten tips, ten ideas, ten thoughts yes. of ours, and then our own opinions, of course. Yes, and that's going to hopefully help you out. So without further ado, further ado, further ado I do, I do. It's French. A D I E U. Without further ado, ado, I do. We're going to start. So number one, and you're going to love this, Josh.
2: I'm ready. Create a Christmas budget. Oh, man. And if you use Excel, you can color code it red and green. Oh, my. <laughs> go ahead, Austin. Ask, go me, ask me if my Christmas Excel budget is color coded. is red your
1: and Christmas Excel budget color coded?
2: Yes, it is. Is it conditionally yeah. formatted color coded? Yes, it is. Oh, man. But the, the title is red and green always Okay. because it's Christmas. Of course. And then, yes, everything else flows in. Nice.
1: I, I say that is excellent. Yes, Excellent. <laughs> So, yeah, it's number 1, create a Christmas budget because if you don't plan on how much to spend for Christmas, mm-hmm. there's a number of different categories this goes, this is going to cover, but yeah. this is for the season in general, but if you don't have an idea of what that's going to be, you can just be winging it and spend way too much. Yeah. And that's not good. No. So, yeah, go into the season determining how much you can afford to spend mm-hmm. on Christmas. And try and do it so that it doesn't wreck your financial world. Yes. Here's some things to think about. It's not just gifts. Not gifts. Because we live in a global world, or we live in a world where families all over, at least the country Mm -hmm. maybe, might be some travel expenses. So think about that in advance. Maybe you're throwing some parties. Those can be expensive, especially if you bring out the good booze.
2: Yeah. Or making cinnamon rolls.
1: Okay, yeah. Mm. Josh's wife, best cinnamon rolls ever ever. Man, they're good. They are good. I don't even know if they make it home every year because (laughs) I eat them when I get them. So, yes, Pioneer Woman recipe. You got a budget for that. Got a budget for that. So, yes, yeah. maybe you're going to be giving gifts, making cookies, uh, going on a trip, having people over for a party. Try and incorporate all of those categories yeah. into maybe, your overall decorations. You, that's I one. was going
2: to say, if you hate untangling your lights every year, maybe you budget for just buying new, new lights because they're just, year. no matter how you wrap them, they are tangled the okay, next year. Pro
1: tip, just get a pre-lit tree.
2: Well, I'm talking about in general. Like, oh. We do some lights outside, <laughs> outside. you know. I use extension cord wraps for my lights, and it helps keep yeah. them a little bit less tangled at the end.
1: So go in with all your categories and all your spending for the season in mind. And then have an idea of how much that's going to be, because then you at least have an idea of what to plan mm-hmm. and budget for, which we're going to talk about in a couple of yes. numbers, but that's number one,
2: but i'll tell you too the budget when you have a budget, it makes it easier to spend that money
1: you have because you know
2: to. you've already accounted for it, mm-hmm. so it makes Christmas at least in my mind. Christmas buying
1: a lot more fun. It's guilt-free. Yep. All right, number two, make a gift or shopping list. Mm, Yes. So if you're going to be buying people gifts, and this is something that some more thoughts on Mm -hmm. in a little bit, but think about who you're buying gifts for. Yep. Write their names down or make an Excel sheet. Mm -hmm. My wife and I share an Apple note. Oh, yeah, that works. And so we have her family and my family and who we're buying gifts for, and then we put a budget next to them. Mm, Yes. Maybe it's $50, maybe it's $100, yep. whatever that is. And then we put next to that what we are buying them, and it's a checkable list. So oh, nice. you, when you get it done, you check it off and you don't have to think about it. So we do that. Then then you so because you back into how much per person or what dollars per person you have. Yep. And it's easy to figure out if you did your Christmas budget in step one. Yep. But this is a way that you can... Make sure everyone who you want to get a gift for has one mm-hmm. and you keep track of them when they're done and you, it's a great way to keep organized.
2: And I'll say too, it's helpful, especially if you start shopping early, that two months from now, you're like, how many presents do I have for this person? You know, Because again, right. we have four kids at home. You want know, to say, it's got to it. well, be even. Well, it's got to be even because kids don't care about how much it costs. They care no, how many exactly. gifts are under the tree. So sometimes you got to like
1: combine some gifts
2: together or whatever. And so that's... Something to keep in mind, those sheets, those lists are nice. Steph, again, my wife does an awesome job. Yeah, She puts links in. So like if Sawyer, my daughter, loves Legos, if she has this Lego set in particular, hey, here's a link to it so you know exactly what it is. Or yeah. like, here's a link to the shoes that they want, style, size, and all
1: that. Links are great. Oh, when you're shopping yourself, but they're also great when you send them to. Oh,
2: that's like, my point. That it goes out to everybody. It goes out to everybody because it's, it's
1: like a registry. If
2: you tell them I want this, there's no guarantee they know exactly what that is, especially and technology.
1: One thing that I, I I hope people can have that conversation with, you know, maybe it's you and your kids, and then you have that conversation with your parents. Is We really don't want to just fill our house with junk. Yep. We want to get the kids what they'll use and what they want. Or they need. Or they need. Yep. Not just stuff to have stuff. Stuff. And because when you bring a bunch of stuff in, you got to get rid of a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a pain. So that is one thought. Uh, Another thought is when you're looking at those gift lists for people, consider like alternatives, some different ways you could gift. And maybe that's a homemade gift. Yep. Maybe that's, this is one of my favorites, especially when you're looking for older people. Maybe it's your parents or your siblings or whatever, but these are not kids.
2: Experienced people.
1: Experienced people, buy them experiences. Yes. So what you what I like to do, you know what doesn't take up space in your house?
2: Hugs. A, oh.
1: Josh never does. No. I've gotten it's one an expensive hug gift. Josh, I think, expensive. Josh.
2: Yeah. Expensive gift.
1: It's an expensive gift. No, I was thinking experiences.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: And it's a memory you're going to have forever. Mm-hmm. Take some pictures. Mm-hmm. It's a cool thing, but... Take your father-in-law to a football game yep.
2: I was going to say we yeah. did that actually uh, doesn't take up about a year sense. ago or so that was the gift m- yep. Christmas gift with some tickets yep. to a game he wanted to go to that's, a hockey what we're, game. that's
1: what we're doing for our dads for their birthdays they're yep. kind of around the same time we're t- I'm taking them both of them to a concert. there you go. They don't take up space and we're going to have a great time yep. so consider you know homemade gifts, experiences you can save money, but you can also save space by doing sort of this and then another just note is when you have that list. Stick to it, mm. you know. Don't mm-hmm. go rogue. Yeah, this is an opportunity to not be impulse buying oh, when yeah. you're at the store. And I don't like to go to a store; I, I buy everything online, so I can't really impulse buy.
2: I guess if you're scrolling through Amazon, maybe you find something cool I, on like the suggestion page. That's my that's oh, my eBay, impulse that's right. buyer, I eBay.
1: Guess. get all my clothes on eBay. There you go. So that's number two. Number three. Guess what? Christmas comes every year roughly. On December
2: 25th. Oh, it seems about the same. Ish, yeah, kind you know? of pops up there.
1: Depends on leap year, of course. But no, every year, you're going to have a Christmas. Uh-huh. So you know what you can do? You can start saving well in advance of Christmas. And guess what? You could even start like January.
2: You could start December 26th.
1: And maybe you just look at your total Christmas spending from step one, total budget that included all your categories, mm-hmm. and just divide that by 12 and put that money into a savings account or whatever, one time a month. Mm -hmm. That'd be a great way to do it. And then at the end, then when you're shopping, guilt-free, you can shop all year long. It's great. So that's one way to do that. And you can actually set up a separate savings account. You could even do cash, but I prefer a savings account for this and have it recurring transfer Automatically. automatic. It's already taken care of. So that's a nice way to do that. I would personally set up a Higher yielding savings account in this day and age, you can probably if you're waiting
2: twelve months get some money four on and
1: it. five percent, yep, which is great, and you'll be able to get some nice interest on that as well. And that's what I would do. So start saving early. Christmas comes every year at the same time, so don't wait till Christmas to be right. paying don't for don't be shocked Christmas. by it.
2: Yeah, or don't wait on a credit card to be paying for Christmas oh, after it happened. That's that can no be a fun. very
1: expensive bill. Number four, shop strategically. Yes. This is where like while planning, the stores open. Don't stores go when they're closed. Yeah. This is planned. where planning ahead really comes into its own because if you like to shop, start shopping in January. You can get some heck of a sale on stuff. Or as you get Amazon Prime Days, mm-hmm. or you get this or those sales days, mm-hmm. you can buy things when they're on sale, not just when everyone else is doing it. Yep. From Really, October, late November through December is when everyone's doing it, and yep. that's when prices are the highest. So probably plan ahead, shop strategically, especially shopping online. You can even compare. Don't just go to one place and buy everything. Maybe that's Amazon. I I'm a I have a habit of this. I love Amazon, but shop around. Yeah, you can actually use Google to put in what you want to buy, and it'll show you where it's for sale and for how much. Yep. So shop around. Do those things. What I like to do. And this kind of there's we're gonna talk touch on this a little bit later too. But if you're buying on Amazon, always go down and see if you can buy used. Oh yeah. People have a problem with used gifts. We're gonna get to that. But you can often save like 30, 40 percent, and it's probably in the in its yeah. package new. Probably. They and just had bought it and you then, can still return it. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Number five, one of my personal favorites. Set spending limits with loved ones. Mm, yes. Because you know, everyone's in a different situation. You want to take that into consideration financially with what's going on in people's lives. You want to make sure that, Josh, I don't buy you a Rolex, yep. and then you get me a pack of gummy bears. Yep, that seems but you like, really like gummy bears. That seems like it would be really awkward. Yes. It's a very extreme example. Yes, like a ten thousand dollar difference in prices. Right, but you don't want to have that. It could be a little awkward Set at family Christmas. Yep, when someone buys something extravagant and someone buys something that's a gag gift or funny yep. and no one's they're just awkward right yes, for to sure say in advance with family hey let's keep it at 50 bucks or whatever mm-hmm. and that and then everyone's kind of looking at the same sort of thing mm-hmm. so that's a cool way to do that hopefully everyone stays within their budget <laughs> that's a thought as well uh, but better yet and this is my personal preference mm-hmm. talk in advance about not buying gifts for people you don't need to buy gifts for everyone and then if you say hey Talk to your siblings. You guys are family. You're close, hopefully. Maybe we won't do sibling gifts this year. We can just do our parents and the kids, and we'll be able to yeah. do more and more fun stuff for them. But we don't need stuff. We're established adults who yep. make money. Maybe that's one way to do this. Or do some sort of game to buy gifts for one person, like a secret Santa, mm-hmm. and you draw a name yep. or something like that. And you don't need to have to feel obligated to buy gifts for everyone. The nice thing is other people won't feel obligated to get gifts for you. Yep. So everyone kind of wins. And that's the way our family does it is with our siblings and stuff. We're like, eh, listen, we have kids. Mm -hmm. We can get the kids stuff. That's fine. We love doing that. That's really fun to watch kids open stuff. But I don't need to get you this and you don't need to get me anything. It's really, it's freeing, I think.
2: That's what we did. There's, I'm one of five kids on my side of the family and we're all married. So there's 10.
1: Just... In yeah. this group of adults, yeah, not and,
2: counting all the grandkids yep. that my parents have. In-laws. Yes. So between my siblings and in-laws, there's 10 of us adults. And we used to draw a name and buy. And then we thought, you know what's even better? We all like playing games. And when we get together, we play games. Let's do a board game. Each family buys one board game, yeah. five games. And sometimes my parents participate six games. But the idea is then... You then, they're all wrapped in. You do a little game to see. You picked a random one and open it, and then you can exchange or trade or all that fun stuff. But then then you use it right there with yeah. your family. Oh, yeah. And it changed because, I mean, board games 15, 20 bucks at most. For so, the whole thing. yeah. So, you know, then it sets the limit and it also has the expectation we're all going to get the same type of thing. Right. That's a nice one. We enjoy it. Okay. Five down. Five down. We're halfway there. So I got a dad joke for Living you. On all right. Here's where we're at. What is is? a tree's least favorite month of the year?
1: I mean, I would say fall, because that sounds... It's not not a month. month. I need a month. (laughs) That's a season. Yes. Uh, No, I
2: got no idea. September.
1: September. Yeah. That's a good one. Yes. Okay, so...
2: But it went along with fall for you. (laughs) It's
1: like, fall is not a month, Josh. It was close. All right, we got five to go, and then we're going to talk kind of a little bit about how we do things. So number six, I, I talked on it a little bit, but really lean into that thinking of maybe you could do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could do a project for your family, do a project for your mm-hmm. sibling, do a project for your parents. That's going to be a really cost-effective way, using your time and your skills maybe yeah. as that. Maybe more of the homemade things, cook them a fancy dinner for their for a date night with their spouse or uh, provide child care maybe a younger person that's a really Ooh, good yeah thing. if you're in your like mm-hmm. teens or early 20s with no kids you can provide child care for someone who is oh gold oh that's, that's a valuable gift. valuable gift Homemade gifts often have more sentimental value than store-bought ones so if you and your kids did a project where you made a birdhouse for nana nana's probably going to cherish that dang oh, birdhouse love it. more than the rolex mm-hmm. that you didn't get her yep why do I keep going back to that? I don't know. I want to roll. You like the
2: Rolex. I want a Rolex. You're a watch guy. I
1: want a Rolex. Yeah. Or so, it's
2: taking a experience and reminding you of that. So for instance, maybe you got pictures at a vacation. Yep. And framing that. Yep. You know, you could probably make your own frame if you wanted. But in general, taking something that already was there, this picture, but then turning it into a lasting memory.
1: Or better yet, or you, a book. You could involve the person you're getting the gift for in making the gift. Mm-hmm. So you could say, Hey, we're going to make a picture frame together. Yeah. And that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. So just thinking about that. Number seven, as we talked about having a list of how much and who you're buying for, be sure you keep track of that. Yes. So when you buy a gift for someone, write down how much it costs or keep track of it in your, your red and green, red spreadsheet. and green spreadsheet. Then, you know, I spent this money and you can keep a running total of how much mm-hmm. you have left. Hopefully you're cl- close to budget. That's a yep. good way to think about it. Yep. But well, you, I
2: suggest it. you track the gifts, you write down what you want, yep. and then whether you've purchased it yet or not, yep. whether it's arrived, because if you're ordering it, and then whether you you've do. wrapped it. Because once it's wrapped, you don't know what's in there anymore. So like, it's a good way. <laughs> That's how I track it all. You've got so a I lot of categories. you got
1: a pivot table. I, it's very nice. Very <laughs> so Yes. Very monitor concise. your spending to make sure you're staying within your budget. You can use apps to do this. We've talked yep. about this many times, but a simple spreadsheet or even a piece of paper if you don't lose mm-hmm. it, can be a very effective
2: way to do this.
1: Number eight, and this kind of ties into what we were talking about with planning ahead, avoid last minute shopping because last minute shopping can mean, well, maybe there's not a lot of stuff left Mm. and the stuff that is, is very expensive and you might overspend or impulse purchase. So plan ahead and start your shopping early. Now, I'm not saying you have to start in January, but... You don't have to be forced yep. to buy it in late November, December.
2: So, for instance, I mentioned the Legos. A couple of my kids in general love Legos, and so we know that. So, throughout the year, oh, I love Legos. Them. I love to play with them. I don't like to step on them. Ooh, they hurt. But if you know that, for instance, we know that. Yeah. Going through the year, if you see a sale, boom. Boom, Soccer. you jump on it. Christmas is done. Yeah. So, you're right. Just playing ahead doesn't mean you have to do it, but if you already know ahead of time, you may get the opportunity to, to save some money because the same thing may be more expensive down the road if you weren't ready for it.
1: Here's a controversial one, number oh, 9. Boy. Consider regifting. Mm. Maybe someone got you something that's unopened you just didn't really care for it. Mm-hmm. It's unused. Like a Rolex watch. Oh, that'll get used. Okay. It's just not your thing. Mm-hmm. It's in very good shape. It's brand mm. new. Yes. Maybe you know someone who would appreciate that more than you do. You can just rewrap that and give Set it away. It I have no I have no problem with receiving a regift. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with giving a regift. Okay. There are some people in my life would feel odd about that. What is your opinion, Josh?
2: It's situational. There are times where and we've done this before again going back to like our siblings, sometimes it was more of that type of idea of a what you call a white elephant gift, which is usually a regift or yeah. some, you know. I'm trying to be funny. Well, yeah, or useful. Like, yeah. you know, just something that you have that you pass on. And in our family, it wasn't usually a funny gift, but it was literally something that is useful, but maybe somebody else would get more use out of it. So we've done that. It just depends. Yeah. You know, it's got to be done in a way that there's really a reason for not, I want to get rid of this, but you would appreciate this. If it's done that way,
1: it's fine. And I, w- I wouldn't personally make a big deal out of the fact oh, no. that you are re
2: no, I wouldn't like have a big sign on so, or anything.
1: Someone should you should probably take off the sticker that had your name on yeah. it when you give it to yeah. someone. Else. Oh, there's a card unless in here. Don't read the card. Yeah, unless it's your sibling, yeah. then that's totally that's, fine. Yeah, oh, don't
2: give back that that it, it back to the person that gave it to you though. <laughs> that is the one rule, Austin. Keep
1: <laughs> track. Don't do that. Like if your parents get you yes, a sweater, don't give you back. Really hate it. Don't yeah, give it don't, to your dad. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, here's another controversial take on this: is maybe you find a really good deal on a like new XYZ, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem receiving or giving that as a gift. Yeah. Depending if it's something that's really useful and maybe severely disenfranchised because it was yeah. used. I think that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Some people, again, may not really be off fan of that. Use your judgment. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I don't have a weird thing about gifts where okay. it has to be like, yeah. I also think that at the end of the day, when you're giving gifts, it's more the thought that counts then it has to be perfect. Yeah. Like, oh, I that person that. was thoughtful enough yep. to get me something. I'm thankful for that, regardless if it was perfect or not. Yeah.
2: And if you have kids, there's a good chance you're going to get re gifted stuff, especially when they're younger, because their concept of gifting is weird and they don't have any money to buy new stuff or the ability to go to a store. And
1: they just want to open the wrapping paper anyway.
2: Yeah. But I'm just saying, even like to me, like oh, yeah. I've had kids find something in the room, put it in, and then give it. And it's like, oh, thank you. Can I go put this back in your room for you? (laughs) Um, But it's the thought that counts. Like pulled the
1: Christmas lights out of the Christmas tree. They gave it to me. Thank you.
2: But it's the thought that counts, right? They just wanted to show, like, they get the concept of giving. They're limited in how they can give, so they found something that they could give because they wanted to. Absolutely. I I get it.
1: And number 10, last but not least, maybe you looked at what you spent last year on Christmas. You can review that and re- adjust up and down depending on your yep. financial situation, what you want to do for this year. And as you're going out throughout the year, maybe you think maybe your budget needs tweaked a yeah. little bit. You have One of flexors. your kids
2: is acting up, so their budget goes down. You or, have another kid. Yeah. Oh, you have another kid. That's probably a better idea. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 That's maybe a more equitable point. So, anyway, just review and adjust periodically. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're on track. Make adjustments each year. You know, you kind of get your understanding about that. Airfare goes up maybe mm-hmm. year over year. Yeah. So make adjustments as you need. But remember that really the most important piece of the Christmas season, and obviously we have our, our faith impact of the of Christmas season, but we also have just the wonderful time to be spending with family. Yes. And that's more important than what oh, we're boy. getting or yes. giving. So, you know, obviously we don't want it to be a stressful thing from a financial standpoint, but let's make some memories around mm-hmm. Christmas here and really enjoy some time here. So, Josh. Some final thoughts on Christmas, money. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? Hit me up with Christmas,
2: man. I first thought in the recent years, one of the fun things we did was for my oldest son, he opened up for Christmas ski goggles, just simple ski goggles. But the gift was, he's never skied before. We took just him, my wife and I and him, just the three of us on a one day ski trip. Loved it. He still talks about it. And again, it was the memory so you're right. Experiences are awesome. That's really where I'm leaning more and more towards. Like yeah. That's the, the lasting type of gifts. We do have a couple traditions. We do that elf on the shelf, which depending on the time of the year, closer to the end of Christmas, I'm tired of it. <laughs> kids love it, though. Uh, older kids help with that now, which eases the burden of all the work for it.
1: Did Steph finally burst the bubble for you? Like, Yeah, I told me about <laughs> it. But
2: the other fun thing is, I mean, this has been going on for quite a long time, but my dad dresses up like Santa, visits early to check in on the kids, ah. brings something small with him, little, small, little gift, you know, like a small, little something. But it's a, just a fun tradition. They've all figured out that it's grandpa, not Santa, but they love the idea. Yeah. They always are like, Oh, I wonder when Santa's coming type of thing. So it's just a fun tradition. Uh, time. And it's usually like a week or two before Christmas, just checking in, make sure they're yep. behaving type of thing. And those are the fun traditions. And then, yeah. you know, Christmas Eve service, we usually open up a gift that night, which are pajamas for the kids uh-huh. and they wear them for Christmas morning. That's so, awesome. Good times. What about you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I typically save a decent amount of vacation so that I've got about a week or so to take off around Christmas, which is nice. So then I've got, you know, some time cause my family's out of town. So we need to plan some time to do Christmas with them Christmas changes as you get older. Certain people aren't around. Different traditions change. Where you do Christmas XYZ changes. So we're sort of in a a transitional period of our lives. Mm -hmm. And now we have another baby. So like Christmas at home is going to be more important than it had been. So I'm excited about, you know, having both girls home for Christmas and stuff like that in the morning and doing a fun little thing for them. Typically I'm in the band on Christmas Eve. There's a Christmas Eve service. And... It's fun to play a bunch of Christmas music and do a bunch of that. It's a long day usually, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of always been a tradition. And then we kind of hang out and do Christmas with my wife's family. And then my family would plus or minus a couple days there and we cover everyone and have a lot of fun and just enjoy being together. I personally, I don't hate snow at all. And I'm okay with a white Christmas, but it's not a big deal to me. We don't do a real Christmas tree anymore. Yeah. We do a fake one and it's pre lit and it's super handy. Nice. I did like the smell of the real tree, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work yeah. and you have to dispose of it. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you like take it behind your shed at the end of the season and forget about it for about a year, and then in the summer or winter or right before Christmas, you're like, Oh shoot, there's a Christmas tree back here. It's been dead. Mm-hmm. Those things light up real fast. Oh, I'm sure you they burn, burn it, I burn quick. They are Woo, It's yep. pretty fun. But yeah, we we like Christmas. Christmas is fun. and
2: Always fun. I think the older they get, the more you get to sleep in a little bit Christmas morning, because <laughs> uh, they're usually pretty excited. Yeah, ours will
1: probably be a pretty normal schedule. They're just super scheduled. Yep. Like 7 a.m., 6 to 7, they're rocking and rolling, and it doesn't yeah. matter if it's Christmas or Tuesday. Yeah. It's 6 to 7 Tuesday.
2: is like the normal. You get the. I remember when some of my kids were younger, it was like a 5 a.m., they're ready to go, and it's like... A, uh, let's wait a little while. Five a.m. Dad didn't get to bed till late because he was building your stuff before uh, <laughs> beforehand. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, it is good. It's always a fun season to really just reconnect.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, please remember—you know—you can share these episodes with anyone who you had yep. asking about how to plan for Christmas. And feel free to email us any ideas to hello at the invested dads dot com. We would love to hear from you and just chat it up and connect. The uh, stock draft is wrapping up, so hopefully you've joined by now. And uh, until next episode, have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Invested Dads podcast. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a better financial future doesn't have to. Head over to theinvesteddads.com to access all the links and resources mentioned in today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and we had a positive impact on your life, Leave us a review, click subscribe, and don't miss the next episode. Josh, Rob, and Austin Wilson work for Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. All opinions expressed by Josh, Austin, or any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. There is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Any investor who attempts to mimic the performance of an index would incur fees and expenses, which would reduce returns. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.